Hello and welcome to this audio recording for the weekly research roundup. The research published between the 23rd and 29th of May 2023. I'm Katrina Pez, the research correspondent for the ME Association. It's been an incredibly busy week for research with a number of preprint studies. There have been 13 new MECIS studies and 24 new long COVID studies. We have highlighted one of the MECFS studies in more detail. Paper 2 looks at autoantibodies to selenium SE transporter selenoprotein P, CELUP. CELUP is involved in selenium transport to cells, maintains selenoenzymes in several tissues, plays a role in antioxidant defence and selenium metabolism. Similar symptoms to MECFS are also experienced in hypothyroidism, such as in Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Recently, autoantibodies to selenium transporters, CELOP, have been identified in HT and have shown impaired selenium transport and celloprotein expression. The authors of this study hypothesized that CELOP autoantibodies are prevalent in CFS and impair the thyroid hormone. This study looked at selenium status in 167 CFS patients, 545 healthy controls, 39 patients with fibromyalgia and 24 patients with long COVID. Range of findings were found, but importantly, CELOP autoantibodies prevalence was much higher in MECFS, 9.6 to 15.6% in CFS versus 0.9 to 2% in controls. Although results depend on the cutoff level used. Therefore, CFS patients assume to have high levels of autoantibodies to selenium transporter. Furthermore, none of the patients with fibromyalgia or long COVID were above the threshold used. This study is from a large European collaboration from several research groups we commonly report on, including the Fatigue Centre run by Carbon Skykenbogen's group, the University of Valencia, Elisa Ultras group. It is also therefore a shame that such an imbalance of numbers in the four groups was used which make comparisons difficult. Unusually, patients were diagnosed with the Canadian Consensus for CFS, CCC, and or definitions used at the Parkstead Clinic in Amsterdam or those in Valencia. There is no details of what these clinics use for their diagnostic criteria and what symptoms are required. Not using common diagnostic criteria is questionable when used in research. Furthermore, there is no mention of ME in this paper and only chronic fatigue syndrome or CFS is used. Results from this study are interesting as hypothyroidism and the resultant effects on selenium-dependent enzymes, DIO, are not readily detectable in regular laboratory analysis for classic biomarkers of thyroid hormones. This may be another part of the puzzle and biomedical dysfunction in the MECFS that we still need to further investigate. Also this week, you may also be interested in reading paper 10, as we have previously reported on the use of cryotherapy with stretching exercises. And this week, paper 10 is a follow-up from these authors, reporting on the effects of treatment after four weeks. Results show that reduced fatigue, reduced aortic stiffness, reduced symptom severity, and improved cognitive function were maintained following the four weeks after treatment. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. I will be back next week with the next instalment.